This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. If you haven't heard about Anchor, let me tell you, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Check this out. It is free. No, I'm serious. It's free, 100%. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor then distributes that podcast for you, and you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can also make money from that podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. And welcome back to another weekly edition of Midweek Menches. I am your point guard for the evening, Christy Yamaguchi Main, aka at Wapple House on Twitter. And this evening we are joined by Anthony from Brooklyn, Drake, aka Cody Cavalry, Mayor Matt from Cartersville, Georgia, John in Miami, and a new midweek mensch, Schweitz. Schweitz, I got to like come up with a bunch of nicknames for you so I can I can have like a, you know, I like to give everybody AKAs and nicknames of, as you've seen on Twitter. Thanks for joining us, man. Happy to be here. Awesome. Awesome. All right. So we had a show on Tuesday. Monday was a holiday. Today is Wednesday. No show today. I kind of just wanted to touch on, on that fact that basically they're like skipping days right now. They are putting out a lot of content, obviously, but... You know, when I listen throughout the day, sometimes I struggle to get through everything because I have other daily pods that I like to listen to and it takes me a while. But how are you guys feeling about, you know, them, them being off? Obviously, they're very busy right now and we completely understand this is not an actual complaint. But what's some of the things if you finish, how are you feeling about the schedule? And when you do finish a show, when they do have a day off, what's something else that y'all listen to podcast wise? Crispy, if I could jump in here, just a couple things. First of all, you sold yourself short in the intro. Pirate singing fool on the open <laughs> for the show we did have. That was outstanding. Congratulations on that. I Thank know you got to be fine that. Hey, guess what, Morgan? We've got our international correspondent now. We got Schweitz up in Canada. Oh, so. that's true. That's wow. True. Right. We got our own foreign correspondent. We got the Schweitzenegger. He's a little jacked, isn't he? We could go. <laughs> Shots fired. There you go. I will pretend to be Jack, yes. Very good. So there we go. So that, yes, that, that got me kind of fired up. But uh, again, having the, having not having shows, you know, I've kind of filled in, I don't know if y'all check out the Greg Cody uh, show podcast on Mondays. I've come accustomed to that. He had, of course, big fan of all the Lauer Rangers. Uh, Amin was on uh, this week. So nothing but love for Lauer Rangers. Every single one of us from Amin. Love that. Uh, every single day, all the time. Uh, and then I also listened to David Sampson. I know that I'll get some, some head shaking 
uh, in this group, but I, he's part of my daily routine as well. And also working into the Chris Long uh, podcast. So work at working those things in there. I'll tell you the other thing that got me, usually on Mondays, I was expecting my yes, maybe no. Did they do a podcast this week? It wasn't yes. It wasn't maybe. It was a no. Wow. Yes. Yes. Maybe no. That is a, uh, I'll call it our, our sister podcast put on by Yeti Blanc and Andrew Streeter. Uh, it's fantastic. Those guys have such good chemistry. What, what about the rest of you? Uh, Drake, what, what do you, what do you listen to? How, how are you feeling about this schedule and, and what else do you listen to? I mean, uh, a lot of people give, have given the show shit to, to where Dan has had to come down on, on listeners for, for giving them shit about not producing content. But for me, man, like it's, I'm okay when they when they go off for a few days because it gives me I get anxiety when they release like four episodes, four things or and a stupidity and a mystery crate. I'm like shit. I gotta catch up the the good old fear of missing out. But um, so I'm I'm good with it when they take a few days off. I can chill out and catch up on some stuff with with what we're doing with Flower After Hours. I check out David Sampson stuff. Um, nothing personal. And then I also like to check out my local sports guys, man. So for me, locally, it's a guy named Mark Ryan, not Mike Ryan, but Mark Ryan. His his stuff is called Offsides with Mark Ryan. He was actually, okay. he got featured on Levitard. They called him out when they had, they had on the guy who had the inf, inside info on when Michael Jordan got food poisoning. It was, a while, it was a while back and they clowned Mark for having the name offsides for, cause it was super sportsy. But, I got you. I, got um, I like you. to, I like to give the local guys some, some credibility. Sure. Um, some pub for sure. So those nice. are my go-tos. It's, I used to be a big goal guy, but he's obviously they, they let him go. So my backup is, is off the charts now. Nice. Yeah, I, I definitely get a, a little anxiety too when I get behind on my – I try to have like maintain the same schedule as close to, you know, to, to every single day as possible. So, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, it, it, I, I definitely feel you on that. And, uh, yeah, good to, good to give some love to the local guys. Ant from Brooklyn, what about you, man? So, if I'm not listening to Levitard, first, actually, let me step back. I don't mind them taking a day off from here. Obviously, you know, it's going to happen in general. I, I actually think if they went to schedule four days a week and they put out, you know, two hours or two main areas plus a local, plus a suey, plus a post game, like you said, Chris, that sort of fills up your day. That's, that's a lot of content to go through. Also, because it's not mindless, like you're paying attention, you're listening to what they're saying, you're hitting the points, you're, you're, you're sort of interacting with it, even though it's, it's a one-way medium because you're listening to them, you're not calling in or faxing or doing anything. Right, um, right. But if I'm not listening to them, I love Bomani. I love both his, his ESPN right time pod, and then he does an Evening Jones where he talks anything but sports, basically. Right. Um, another one for me is, is two guys at Lebertard like Dizzy and Mero. They have a Bodega Boys podcast. They put out a couple oh, days yeah. a week. Um, I, I love, also, I like it because it's local. Because, I mean, you know, they rep yeah. the Bronx and Tremont. And I grew up in the Bronx. And I also oh, have yeah. relatives who live literally like three streets over from where they're talking about. So, right. like, you know, I love what they're talking about with the bodegas and the food. Sure, and, sure. and just the, you know, that's for me. And then also a little more traditional. I, I love Tony Kornheiser. I know he's old and I know he's a curmudgeon in many ways. Hey, he's one of the greats. I, but I'm still a fan of what he does. And, you know, his idiosyncrasies or picadillos or however you want to, his annoyances, however you want to right, say it, right? <laughs> still make me laugh because he leads into it in many ways that, yeah, I'm, a, sure. I'm an old man and who cares? Like, right. deal with me or go away. Like, and so right. I sort of like that. 
Nice. I mean, he's he's an OG. Like Dan yeah. gives him him credit all the time for for kind of starting the the sports media landscape that we see today was started by those guys twenty years ago. So well, and um, not even PTI. I mean, his radio show right, used right, to right. be on ESPN Radio and in commercials. While it was on commercials, they were had on the internet, and they would still like be interacting with people or talking to people. That's and right. Things they and it was like that up the other day. They, they made it like that was like really innovative, which is funny to say for someone who's as old as Tony and is <laughs> right. like you know he bitches yeah. when he has to use an iPad on PTI because the right. camera's not working. But he was right. doing something that was like <laughs> no one else was doing, or very few people were doing back back then when he started doing it. So that's cool. That's cool. Schweiss, what about you, man? What's your daily listening schedule, routine, slash, how are you feeling about these past few days? Well, I'm okay as well when they take uh, a day off or so, and, and they generally let us know ahead of time, which is right. also nice, because I sort of plan my podcasts around, if I know that Levitard's coming, I sort of have a routine of when I listen to it every day. I'm okay with them, especially if they want to take off on Wednesdays, just because a lot of podcasts that I listen to drop that day. And yeah, it, yeah, that's true. It makes it a little bit easier for me. But uh, I'm a stay-at-home dad right now. I'm just watching my two-year-old all day. So I have a, a headphone in generally 10 hours a day. So I yeah, have some yeah. podcasts on. So, you know, David Sampson, as you guys were talking about before, some, you know, nothing personal. I listen to Cinephobe, Dear Ashley, which is Ashley Brayband's new podcast. Okay. All of the uh, Levitard ones, all fantasy, everything. I've gone back to the beginning in the last oh, few I've, months. I've got to start. Jeremy Taché actually just recommended that to me uh, the it's other wonderful. night, all fantasy, everything. with Ian Carmel is one of the hosts, yes. right? Okay. Yep, Ian Carmel. Uh, it's generally comedian-filled. Um, I listen to whatever the current one is, you know, whenever they release that. But then I've gone back to the beginning okay. and sort of been working my way forward. And they fill a lot of time. I have some other ones that, you know, I also use this filler whenever my my daily ones are uh, exhausted for that day. So, like, I went back and listened to all of the something to wrestle with with Bruce Pritchard, who was uh, brother love from the WWF, WWE. Okay. And, you know, so I've just been doing that. I just found one today that's called Smartless with Sean Hayes, Jason Bateman, and Will Arnett, where they bring on a guest every day. So right. that's going to end up in the rotation. So nice. I just listen to a lot of content. Yeah, yeah, it sounds like. I mean, I so I detail cars during the day, and I'm usually kind of unto myself for the most part. So I always have a single earbud in so I can keep the other ear out, you know, as I'm sure you're listening for the cries of a child or, you know, or like, like other, like the phone ringing and stuff like that. Like I'm, I'm, you know, doing the same, uh, you know, around my surroundings. I, I don't want to get hit by a car or something, you know, cause I walk out in front of somebody, but uh, yeah, I listen to a lot of daily zeitgeist uh, every morning behind the bastards, my brother, my brother and me, I'm trying to think of some of the other ones, little, little shows that come out throughout the week, a secretly incredibly fascinating is one that I've been uh, getting into a lot lately that's relatively new. So yeah, a lot of, lot of random content to kind of pepper in around my main focus, which is getting through the show on days that they have one, all, all five episodes. John in Miami, what about you, man? So daily ones, I don't, um, there are only a few daily ones that, I, that I'll listen to. I usually start off the day with appropriately named The Daily, and it's a New York Times one. Then, well, of course, ESPN Daily, that one, I'll basically... Um, just look at the blurb and see if it's interesting and then I'll, I'll stick with it. Then uh, let's see some kind of semi one, a few that are weekly and some that are maybe biweekly, for instance, um, the Al Franken show. 
which I think posts on Monday. So not much in terms of, of sports, but from a sports perspective, the Heat Beat, which is a local one down here, some acquaintances, some of them, I guess I could call them friends because I've met, with, met up with them several times already, but they put out a, a, a very funny and good podcast about the Miami Heat, okay. and they've been doing it for a long time. And it's from Miami and it's a bunch of, just a bunch of dudes uh, uh, really having a good time talking heat. So I like to support that. Oh, from on the political side, Pod Save America. And then when it's not in hiatus, I really enjoy the revisionist history by Malcolm Gladwell. Okay. Yeah. I've, I've listened yeah. to, uh, I don't know what season they're on now, but I, I think I listened to the first or second season of that. Yeah. I think it's probably entering season three three or four no. is it five already they're they're in five yeah i wow. have that's oh, another wow. one that i have on my list when when i see a pop-up i usually end up like oh there's like three and i end up binging like exactly like, so I'm, I'm current up to date i think the last one was in december so though that's pretty much what i do but the only one that i make sure to listen to mostly well every day and all three hours or whatever it ends up chopping down to is the Levitard show. Gotcha. Excellent. Well, it sounds like we're a, we're a well-rounded bunch of menches here uh, with our, our listening habits. Mayor Matt, you had a topic that you did not divulge ahead of time. You said you wanted to ask us fresh. So what you got this evening? Thank you so much for that. Before I get to that, I'm a big Office fan, and I don't know if any of you listen to the Office Ladies podcast. It's got Jenna Fisher and Jennifer Kimsey. It is outstanding. And it's I've a heard good, good things. It's a great diversion from anything that would require your brain to work, and you get to live some really <laughs> good memories. So it, it's a fun listen. I'm working my way through all the episodes. But, and again, I want to present a topic. It's, it's a life kind of topic. And well, it's just a, it's a marital thing a little bit, but, and I don't want to tip my hand as to whatever direction I'm in. Most of you I'm hoping have pets. Crispy, I know you do. Um, oh yeah. Taking their head. Maybe this, you're the only one I'm going to get with this, but occasionally, uh, well, let me just get to the chase. I'm gonna, not trying to lead anybody in any direction. Sorry to be Billy on this. Do you <laughs> use your human like food bowls or plates and let your animals eat off them? Ooh. So I'll go first if if you want me to. I don't know if anybody. Oh yeah, I guess that's. <laughs> and wait, did, does nobody else have animals? Wow. I have two kids. I have three animals, but I made them. Yeah. <laughs> Drake, you have? Do you have a cat or a dog or something? I have two massive dogs. Okay. Okay. Well, I'll go first and just say I I think I have, but it's not like something. You know, if if I have just a little bit of food left on the plate, I'll just like tip it down for for Lennox to take a bite off of but I it's not something it's not like I put the plate down and let the dog eat off of it completely and it's not like I set a bowl down for them to eat out of we have like I'll I'll dump food usually if if there's anything I do like that I'll scrape a little bit into their actual food bowl yeah so for for us it's a it's a nightly occasion so whenever we get done (laughs) with eating so it's me my wife and our 13 month old girl so Whenever we get done eating and she gets starts to get a little antsy, me and my wife, one of us, we go let the dogs in. So they come in and then it's game time, which means my daughter starts reaching for whatever she has left over or whatever we have left over on my, my plate or my wife's right. plate. And right. she just starts going to town and just throws it on the floor. So... <laughs> No, we don't. We don't put the plates on the ground because our daughter just reaches on our plate, grabs whatever's on there, and just lets it lets it fly for the dogs. And it, so, it lasts about two minutes, and it's 
it's hilarious, man. So non non pet owners, just initial thought on where you might land on this. Yeah, I'll go. So it's funny you mentioned that because my wife and I were just talking about possibly getting a cat to start with, and then and I'm not a cat person. I'm a dog person. Um, just because we have two kids, one's one's going to be ten, one's going to be eight. So we've we started off with a fish, uh, the betta fish, both um, passed on. And then we, we stepped up to hamsters, of which one is still alive. And so we're kind of stepping our way through animals and, and slowly giving our kids more responsibility. So our kids obviously want dogs or a dog, let's say. And so I'm okay doing it. My wife is like, what? We can barely take care of two kids. How are we going to take care of a dog? Because our kids aren't going to do it. But I'll, I'll work on her and, and uh, hopefully we get a, a dog. And if I do, it'll be from the pound, you know, a mutt and save one of those one of those dogs. Having said all that, I don't think I'd have a problem using one of the bowls, one of the human bowls for the dogs because it'll get washed and um, I'm a firm believer in soap. I'm not a soap conspiracy theorist that doesn't think that soap doesn't clean things. So yeah, I, I would have no problem giving my dog or cat. I, I, I don't think I'd make a habit. I think I'd want to give him his own bowl, probably just to have that like Pavlovian response where he sees a bowl, he gets, he, he understands it's time to eat, all that stuff. But if push came to shove and I couldn't find that bowl, whatever bowl I had, I put the, the dog food in there and then wash it. And then tomorrow, maybe I'd have some cereal. Hey, Mayor, can I, can I jump in real quick? Yeah, are, there, are there people that think that soap doesn't do anything? Is that an actual conspiracy theory? I guess, I guess I'm just, it's the, it's the thought of it. I've got a, I've got a kind <laughs> of like Dan's and the other night, again, my wife, she just, and it's not a common practice, but we had, we had finished dinner and she put the bowl on the floor and I was like, we eat out of that. You, you eat that? <laughs> and I got actually started getting that gag reflex like, like Dan does sometimes. Oh no. Yeah. It's, it, it's, it was it, that revolting it, to it's, you. It's a, yeah. It's just, it's just the thought of it. Again, we sanitize the dishes. We got great dishwasher and we put it on the super hot, whatever. It's just, I guess the mental, uh, right, right, right. where it got me. And again, it wasn't an argument. It was just one of those interesting things that I, well, at least to me, it was interesting. Of course, the other, the other podcast talked about socks for, for a while. So this is probably on par with that, but, uh, <laughs> Schweitz, let's go to Canada. What's the Canadian, uh, consulate think of this? Uh, well, I don't, uh, have any pets. I have a two-year-old who I do not feed with you know, the adult's plates. He has his own set of plates, so I'm guessing I would give my pet if I had one. Kids' plates uh, are awesome, though. Yeah, they are. It's <laughs> I love really the, nice that he... the compartmentalized plates, those those big plastic ones. I love those. I use those still to this day. Like My, my wife gets annoyed at me sometimes because I, I use those instead of the adult plates. <laughs> but they're a pain well, in the ass for dishwashers. Sorry, Schweitz, I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, no, that's fine. Well, actually, what we've been doing, because we're working on uh, some motor skill and development stuff with our son, and one of the things they said is, you know, in the morning when you give him breakfast, give him little, you know, we basically take an ice cube tray and, and put one Cheerio in each spot, so he has to reach in, pincer grasp it to pick it up, which makes breakfast really long and a lot of fun now as he sits <laughs> on the couch with me and watches uh, Mickey's Clubhouse. Um, but anyway, back to the dogs. I would probably, depending on, uh, you know, just to finish off whatever I'm eating, you know, if it's something, you know, if it's a piece of meat or just sauce or something, yeah, I'd probably put it on the ground, let him lick it up, but I wouldn't feed him normally that way. Gotcha. Sorry, Mayor Matt. No, you're good. No, this is, this is total research. <laughs> I saw the face you made. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll go to New York for the last, for the last bit of it. Well, since I don't have kids, you, no, you got oh, kids. You, you don't do have. have, you I don't have since pets. I don't have pets, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I wish. <laughs> Market. 
So <laughs> since I don't have pets and I only have three scrambly kids, um, I'm going to skip the topic and go back at you, Will. Will, do you like the plate that is partitioned because you don't like your peas touching your mashed potatoes? Is it like an OCD thing or is it just you like separation? It is not an OCD thing. It's not, it's not anything. I will mix all of my food together. Like I love scoop like a half a bite of one thing, like mashed potatoes with like meatloaf or something, like mixing those together or corn in the mashed. I love all of that stuff. So it's not that. I think it's just the uh, kind of the nostalgia a little bit. Um, and also like, I just, I don't know. Like it. Like a TV dinner a good, type thing. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's not even like, because that's a good question. And I don't know why I, I like it so much, but I, I definitely do. So I can I roll this into another topic if, if y'all don't mind. Um, so Mayor Matt, you just said that seeing your wife do that instantly gave you that gag reflex like Dan had with the, uh, the, the chewing up of the photograph. Um, what is something that instantly makes you do that? Do, do you guys have like those those instant triggers to where you you get nauseous and clearly uh you discovered one of yours mayor well the, the, the smell of canned cat food uh <laughs> does that and i and we feed our cats you know a mix of both and i take right. care of them we, we've got an indoor cat uh, two outdoor dogs and two outdoor cats so there's okay. animals all over the place and yeah. the smell of that and then occasionally obviously they'll catch something in the yard and i got a like a chipmunk or something like that. And anytime, I mean, I'll do it. It's not a big deal, but my body just reacts pretty violently with the gags. <laughs> Let me follow up on mayor. So what if, remember that grid of death where they put um, cat food on, on Cody, <laughs> how, how would you have uh, done with that? Nope. My mouth is watering right now. And a bad yeah, yeah, called sick. It's like I drink tequila right now. My, my stomach, it's yeah. It's <laughs> the inside of my esophagus right now. Thanks, John. Didn't Greg have a uh, clothespin on his nose when he did that? He did, didn't he? Yes, he did. So, like, would you be able to – is it is it just the thought of it? Like, if you didn't have to smell it, it's just the thought. So, it's it's like the whole shebang. It's Well, the smell and, and the thought of it, yes. Yeah. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. I will say I got, a, I got caught behind – one morning, like, on the way to work, I got caught behind a, a trash truck, and the smell of the trash truck was so pungent and so strong – that I, I was like hanging my head out the window about to throw up on the side of my truck on the way to work. So that that is definitely one of the triggers for me. What about you, Schweitz? I mean, the, the main things that would make me nauseous are more like when somebody gets injured in a, in a football game or basketball ooh, game and just, ooh, yeah, you, know, yeah. you know, usually a lower body injury where something is not facing the right way that will always sort of turn my stomach. But as yeah, far as, important. I mean, I don't like a lot of foods, as I've told some of you in the past, but... Um, smells aren't really gonna bother me too much unless it's something you know extreme i get i get nauseous when you know with the you know injuries and, and that kind of thing gotcha Ooh. gotcha drake what about you i mean i don't really have any food related gags but um i mean i think we all have that one alcohol um related gag and for me <laughs> yeah. For me, it's Jägermeister. Okay. okay. One night of, of too many Jaeger bombs and God almighty, anytime I, anytime I get around that, it's no thank you. So for me, it's it's the old Jägermeister. Yeah, I, I have anytime I smell uh, clear grain alcohol, Everclear, yeah, like it, just, it instantly takes me back to like uh, senior week right after we graduated, went yeah. down to Myrtle Beach and guess what we did? We got Myrtle Beach drunk. 
and holy shit i was doing (laughs) shots of that stuff like it's like it's like 160 proof or something like it's just there's no taste to it it's just liquid fire there's no point it's disgusting it's awful and what about you so first i'm gonna be anti-drake for a moment and say i love jaeger give me a glass of it on ice and i will sip it for a long time and i love it and and i've had many nights where i've woken up like cross-eyed because of drinking jaeger but it's just never. And then I'm going to take another turn and be anti Katie Nolan for a second. Whoa. Everyone remembers back to what she talked about. She talked about how she loved cooked spinach. Wait, who can't... talked to Katie Nolan? I did. I don't know where you were. Uh, <laughs> who's Katie Nolan? Uh, Spoiler alert. Spoiler. She's a member of the U.S. women's soccer team. Yes. Okay. So, oh, so oh cooked... junior Olympic gold medalist in rhythmic gymnastics. Katie yes, Nolan. yes. 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 That one. Oh, exactly. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hold on. Hold Why on didn't you say that? <laughs> Hold on. First of all, finish your thought there on that ant, but I'm not gonna co- then I got to come back at you about something you just said. So for me, I can't stand cooked spinach. The smell or it in my mouth just makes me gag. Okay. But I love a good baby spinach salad, like uncooked. I could eat it yeah, like yeah. the size of my belly. I, I, I love <laughs> r- like just raw baby spinach. I'm all fan of, but you cook it and it just makes like, I'm just like, mm. It That's like the difference. Like, like canned canned asparagus is one of the foulest, most foulest. disgusting yes. things I have ever smelled, tasted, looked at. Fresh asparagus, like sautéed in a little bit of butter, garlic, lemon, uh, some salt. It is heavenly. Mayor, what, what what's uh what you got? You got a bone to pick with Ant? Yes. Now, first of all, no tequila for me. Uh, I will do Jägermeister, but Ant. I'm sorry. Well, all the other thing is MD 2020. I don't know that I can do that. And you said you will sit back and sip Jägermeister. Yeah, you get like a rocks glass, a no, no, couple you, of fingers. No, 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 I will do shots to the cows come on, but you, you take a couple of fingers of Jaeger, you put it in a glass, you put it on some ice, and you can drink it like you're drinking scotch or or any sort of other sort of alcohol. And it, if you like Jaeger, it's fine. It's you're not gonna, you're not necessarily gonna kill yourself by doing it. It's actually, if you if you don't dislike Jaeger, it's actually better than you think it is. It doesn't sound good because you're like, I only do shots of Jaeger and it's got to be freeze it frozen cold. But no, you can put it on ice and and sip it and it, it's a perfectly fine cocktail. Okay. I, I'm, or or let's say it this way, it's certainly something I've done more than once and I've enjoyed it. But you know, Jaeger is definitely an acquired taste. So if someone so, doesn't want it, I can you know. I have y'all ever have y'all ever been to a bar that has one of those Jaeger machines that keeps it like super cold, almost frozen, and, yes. and that that Jaeger dispenser? Like Jaeger has got to be ice cold. Ice cold, yes, definitely. That, that's the only way. Whether like you said, like whether it's on rocks or if you're gonna do a shot of it, that shit better be almost freezing, or it is. It's too much. It's. I, I always have it, a bottle in my freezer. Yeah, yeah. There, there you go. <laughs> and I'm and I'm the second oldest guy on this pod. But I, I definitely always have, you know, it's a young man's drink for many people, but no, it's, right, it's still right. something that's in, in my wheelhouse. Thanks for pointing out that second uh, oldest thing. I, I didn't say who the first oldest was. <laughs> and, it, and it's funny, we've sat here and we've totally fixated on the one thing that Drake said makes him feel sick. So sorry about that, buddy. <laughs> John, what about you? Uh, do you have any, any kind of like any of those triggers that like instantly makes you? I'm going to cheat here because I think this happens to all of us, but it's the only thing that I can think of. And it's the only thing that is relatively instant for me. And that's if I kind of see vomit or if uh, I smell vomit, 
and then that chain reaction happens that that we've seen probably on you know movies and tv where they make fun of it so just the, the sometimes the sight of it and and catching a, a whiff of it and then that's it that that's that's what it takes and I think it generally starts a chain reaction where people are like, oh, my, uh, you know, and, and making all those, all right. those guttural noises. We'll find out for the next mass. <laughs> so yeah. do you guys know that this is an actual, like, John, you, you're talking about the somebody else vomiting causes you to have that reaction. There's a name for it. It, it is a, the fear of vomiting or seeing other people vomit. It's called emetophobia. And there is, uh, there are websites that you can go and, find out whether a movie that you're planning on watching has a puke scene in it because sometimes this reaction is so strong in people that even seeing somebody pretend to do it uh on on a film or television will trigger them to vomit in real life so it's called a metaphobia that's just a little piece of trivia i figured i'd throw out there um, there's another sure. subset of uh people out there but i won't go into it i think that that enjoy the uh vomiting and <laughs> and that website probably um works works in their favor also <laughs> Yes, it probably does. I'm sure. Whatever, whatever we're talking about, you can rest assured that there is a subset of people out there that enjoy it, no matter how displeasing or weird you may find it. So, fellas, what other topics do we have this evening? Who wants to go next? I, I, I can go. Um, well, it'll be dealer's choice because one is still kind of controversial, and uh, was which is the Amin stuff, and they touched upon it on on the show. Or we can talk about who ratted who ratted the show out uh, with the whole metal arc situation. Ooh, so that's a good good question. Um, I say let's hold off on the Amin controversy because there is a mystery crate coming out, I believe, on Friday that drops with a certain member of the subreddit community. Uh, he gets to interview Dan, but I will say I believe Dan explores that topic um, from, from what I've heard through the grapevine uh, on that mystery crate. So everybody should definitely obviously check that out. Um, it's it's he amazing does... because that guy has absolutely no connection to the show. Right, exactly. Yeah, he's just a he's a bum uh, as far as uh, uh, the internet is concerned. Uh, no connection whatsoever. <laughs> That's the AMA, um, right? That ask me yeah. anything. Or, yep. Okay. Uh, the yeah. people submitted questions on the subreddit, uh, and then uh, that bum that they found off the street, uh, he got to basically choose the best ones and uh, ask them to Dan. So yeah, they did a whole mystery crate about that. Um, so your other time, I'm sorry, I just rambled the, so long. Who, who ratted out? Who who ratted out the metal arc? Oh yeah, uh, the metal arc name. Yeah. That's right. That's right. I'm gonna go with man. I don't want to accuse anybody of anything. I don't know. That's a hard. It's got it's stew, right? Like stew. I, I, I'm gonna say inadvertently, right? I'm gonna say he. Yes, exactly. He feigned not knowing what the name was and probably brought it up in conversation or texted the wrong number or sent an email to the wrong person uh, with the name in it and, and broke the news. That's, that's going to be my guess. What about y'all? Uh, I could see Stu very well uh, accidentally sending something to the wrong person. Right. Uh, but, you know, as Chris Cody is Dan's personal assistant, he ah. might have access to something where he where the name was revealed to him he left it slip to his father something along those lines it gets out there somewhere obviously not on purpose but uh you know chris has uh, an inside track there that uh some of the other members of the shipping container don't have 
That's true. That, that makes a lot of sense, actually. And Dan about, has mentioned that he's the worst uh, personal assistant he's ever had. Right? <laughs> that's true. That's absolutely true. Absolutely true. Yeah, uh, Chris was probably tasked with like filing, uh, you know, LLC paperwork or, you know, copyright uh, uh, trademarks, et cetera, et cetera. Find and, the domain, uh, as Mike said. Exactly. exactly. Do with com. <laughs> exactly. And what about you? How do you think it, it got leaked? I'm pretty sure it's got to be Stu because, you know, especially when they were talking about how Dan's like, people call me, I tell them no comment. And then they call Stu and ask for me. <laughs> Like, so I can totally see, like, what I would actually, as an aside to it, I was kind of disappointed in the name. I was hoping for, like, Hippo Media or something, like, (laughs) something where he leaned into that aspect, especially getting the hippo named after him at the zoo. I thought he would have leaned into that for some sort of company name of where they'd go with. Also, because you usually want to find something that's simple for people to remember. I feel like they've got a name that's going to be hard for people to remember. What's the domain name? Like, that one guy's photography site that got bombarded because everyone kept going to, you know, his is like metal art media and LLC or something. And like his site got crushed because everybody who searched for it on the internet was like, right. right. I don't know. That must have been a skipper, a skipper decision, right? Maybe it's possible. I think I, I, I like, I like the symbolism behind it. I feel like, yeah, I do. I, I'm going to, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say, I, I feel like their vision for this thing is probably so much larger than just strictly the Lebetard universe that if you go with something that's too a little inside jokey with it, then it, it kind of like th- this, this imprint, this trademark, this name is going to be on a lot of properties that don't necessarily uh, fit the vibe of Lebetard show, but uh, maybe, you know, are more serious products are, are more serious. Things. So you kind of want a name that can, that can transition no matter what the, what the kind of vibe uh, the, the property has to it. Drake, what about you? Who do you think uh, leaked the, the news of the name? Is it no your boy? Do, do you think you think Chris did it? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean he wouldn't. He wouldn't have anything to gain from it. But, right, right. Uh, it, it's got to be Greg, man. I mean, yeah, what, yeah. What does he have to lose at this point? I mean, he knows <laughs> he knows Dan is has his back, and I mean, right. I know they they cut up all the time, and and Dan talks shit about him, but I mean, it would it had to have been Greg. But wouldn't he have written a column about it? Oh, that's that's a good point. Well, he can't. But but I could see Gre- him throwing Greg, the scent off though. Greg's too busy counting his cameo cash. He's he's good. <laughs> he's true. good on doing actual work. He's just sitting there behind the the phone, just counting his cameo cash. That's how he play. Wouldn't he Dan has ripped him for it? Say that again, Mayor. I said, wouldn't Dan have ripped him for it? Well, I, I, I'm assuming if, if, if Greg was responsible for it, that Dan doesn't know Greg was responsible for it, uh, that he, he leaked it in secret. Because uh, there's a difference between, like, jokey, you know, scoops about the show and also messing with people's money. Like, if you leak the name too early and they don't have all their T's crossed and I's dotted as far as, like, the legal paperwork to form this company, you can really, you can seriously throw a wrench in all of that stuff. So, if it was Greg, I hope it never gets back to Dan <laughs> that it was him. 11 Garage Beers, Greg. Yeah, that's well, the one, true. <laughs> the one thing that Greg did, too, and as I was listening, we've all done this, is you, you sit there and think of a line or something witty, and he went with the metal arc lemon joke, and I literally pounded the arm of my chair, and I was like, "There it was." I was waiting for for someone to do that. Of course, he was the absolute ideal person 
to do of that. Of course, of course. All right, what uh, what else we got this week, Drake? You got any topics? Um, no, I do not. Unfortunately, <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah, that's all right. That's gonna do it for me. <laughs> it's uh, it's been a short week. It's not not a whole whole lot of content to discuss. But I, I did think uh. Uh, yesterday's shows was was great. Um, uh, not only because they played my sea shanty that I wrote for the song. Um, I, I'm not gonna lie, that didn't hurt uh, as far as my approval rating goes. You um, sure? Yeah, I, I'm I'm positive. I, I'll be honest with you guys. <laughs> hey, what you did they? Any... Sorry, sorry to interrupt. No, but, ahead, uh, I saw it on Twitter. Uh, Mike was asking asking you about using it in in a different pod or a different way. Can you uh, can you elaborate? So I I hope I'm not speaking out of out of turn or anything. Um, I, I don't know. Like Mike basically uh, DM'd me about featuring the song or putting the song on the worldofsui.com. Um, and I don't know if if it's going to be a portal if like to the uh, like if there's going to be a whole playlist on there or what. But um, yeah, uh, I'm going to uh, send the lyrics to them and uh, basically uh, explain a little bit. And I get to I don't know if I'm going to have like a, a, a artist profile or something on there. But uh, yeah, I just got that. I got that chorus stuck in my head at work because that of course that tweet and TikTok went viral of the guys in the car listening to the sea shanty. And I was, I was like, this, this shit rules. Like, uh, and of course they've gone with the pirate radio themed everything currently. So I just started humming uh, that. I listened to a little bit of, of flogging Molly. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that band uh, and kind of listened to a couple of their songs and, and made up my own, uh, ripped them off a little bit, but made up my own melody that kind of fit their vibe and, uh, and came home and I, I had the idea at like two 30 and then came home and like went straight to the closet, hooked my, I do everything on my iPhone garage band for iPhone. So I, I, uh, hooked the microphone up and, and just stood in my closet and recorded for an hour until I was satisfied with it. So it, it was pretty cool. It seems like now some people were furious, uh, with it. They thought I, so I submitted the SoundCloud link. I posted it on Facebook in this like fan page, uh, Facebook group. And a few hours later, this dude posted and was like, what the hell is this song? This shit sucks. Like where, where did the, where did the, but the thing was, he was asking where the Chris Cody intro went, not realizing that they played mine at the beginning of the Lauer, not not the Big Suey. So he, he's still like Chris's intro didn't go anywhere. He was just that furious at hearing my song, which I find hilarious. I do not. I don't give a shit if people don't like a sea shanty I wrote. Like who who cares? I'm not a sea shanty professional, but enough people seem to enjoy it that I got a kick out of it. It was awesome. Awesome. Absolutely awesome. Bravo. I appreciate it. I appreciate it, fellas. It it will also be wonderful if you get a profile on World of Suey before Flem. (laughs) Plus one on that. Yes, absolutely. I've never even been nominated for a Suey. Caller James. uh, Yet. Yeah, yeah, Caller James. Yeah, I have have so many uh, different names that the show knows me by. Like, I don't even know that Mike realizes that I also like help out with Lauer. I, I don't, I don't even know how they know me exactly. Uh, I, I need to f- figure out a name and, and stick to it. I think just uh, across all platforms at some point, but uh, you guys have any other topics, anything you want to throw out before we wrap this up? 
by the way, just stop getting kicked off every six weeks. And, and all right, all right. Look, Mayor. Look, <laughs> look. I know you're a uh, 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 lauded and and very appreciated public servant, and you got all your ducks in a row. But every once in a while, I get too spicy for Twitter, and they kick me off for saying the word redneck or you know uh, putting an old phone number in to verify my account and realizing I'm an idiot as soon as it says account suspended. <laughs> so we just care about you. Don't do it. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I'm, I've, I've been super careful and knock on wood. As soon as we get off of here, I'll probably get suspended again. So, uh, you know, the fourth time's a charm. So anyway, okay, fellas, uh, I'm going to go down the list and, and I want everybody to give me their Twitter account. Uh, Ant in Brooklyn, where can people find you? Diana S T A I A N O. Excellent. Excellent. John in Miami. Don't know yet. Maybe, oh, maybe I'll right. have it. I'll have it. Hopefully, um, tomorrow morning. We'll see. Okay. All right. We'll, to, All right. we'll put it in post production. Yeah, we'll have to. Yeah, <laughs> first it has to go to committee, and then after committee, it'll uh, get into post. And by Absolutely. committee, you mean your wife? No, man. She 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 <laughs> she cares less what I do on Twitter. <laughs> Mayor Matt, where can we find you? Yeah, at Santini Matt. Excellent, excellent. Cody Cavalry. At the Cody Cavalry. And then last thing I want to do is, is plug ourselves. Um, so most recently, we're sitting in the top 25 in, in the leisure charts. We've been as high as number pew, 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 pew. in number 11. We Spoiler alert, we have a massive episode dropping. So this will drop tomorrow, Thursday. So tomorrow, Friday, Katie Nolan is going to drop. Make sure that you subscribe, rate, and review. Check that out. Send it out to your friends. Our goal is to get into the top five of the leisure charts. Definitely doable with our fan base. Um, so make sure that you spread the word. Give us some love because we would love to get into that top five and, and maybe make a little coin for, okay. for what we're doing. So, yep. And Excellent. Again, at the Cody Cavalry. Yep. Uh, Schweitz, where can we find you? I'm uh, at Schweitz underscore A-Y. And spell that for everybody. That's Schweitz, S-C-H-W-E-I-T-Z, or Z if you're in Canada. <laughs> Excellent. And, of course, you can find the show at at Lauer After Hours uh, on Twitter and Instagram. And, yeah, rate, review, you know, uh, don't, don't, well, you know what, only review it if you like it. If you don't have anything nice to say, just keep it moving. You know, there's lots of other podcasts out there. We or lie. Or lie. Exactly. Just lie. We're, we're a bunch of, you know, uh, uh, bums uh, recording a podcast. There's uh, a little Stugats and everybody. Just lie. Exactly. Exactly. Actually, so, we're, we're in the leisure category, so we're gentlemen of leisure. That's true. That's true. I, I like the sound of that. That's that's life goals right there. I of course am Christy, uh, aka at Waffle House on Twitter, W A P P L E H O U S E. Uh, thank you once again for joining us on Midweek Mentions, and we'll see you next week. Bye.